Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Lily is a global artist who is fueled by a belief that art is a human right, that artists that can create a foundation for social change. Slight of frame, but large in spirit and vision. The seven-year-old artist was born in China, lives in Philadelphia, and is a constant traveler. The world is her canvas. The barefoot artist explores two sides of Lily's life that are connected parts of the same journey. Her international venture is helping to heal weakened spirits in communities in North America, Africa, China, and India, and her personal journey within to repair her own fractured family. We are joined today by one of the co-directors of the Barefoot Artist, as well as her own son, that would be Daniel Traub. The film is also co-directed by Glenn Holston. But we're here today with Daniel, and Daniel, welcome to Film School. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. Great. Uh, thank you for so much for being here. Um, tell me a little bit. A lot of people are not going to be familiar with your um, your mom's work. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, her as an artist, and we'll talk a little bit about her her own history as well. Sure. Um, well, my mother my mother is was born in China, but grew up in Taiwan. Um, and she she studied Chinese landscape painting when she was a teenager, and then came to the U.S. to uh, University of Pennsylvania to study um, Western painting. Um, so for most of her career, she was actually more of a, a, a traditional painter. But then in um, the eighties, she became she was invited to um, work on a um, a park or, or actually a vacant lot in North Philadelphia. Um, and she was invited to come and transform the space into kind of a community garden. Um, and then that sort of launched a new phase in her career. And uh, for the last 30 years or so, she's been working on uh, community-based projects, working with people in um, mostly marginalized communities around the world, um, transforming spaces and doing uh, workshops and making sculptures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's it's an inspirational to see her uh, in in these environments, and we'll we'll get into a little bit about. Well, let, let's ask now. I guess um, what was it that sort of spurred her to reach out beyond? Uh, you said she lives in Philadelphia, and obviously was the the park that that she was a part of, putting together this community space for artists. What was right. it that sort of launched her into this idea that the world it also, the rest of the world outside of the United States, is a place where this kind of public art community uh, opening up dialogue between people, et cetera, et cetera that art does, uh, what prompted her to go overseas and begin to do that work? Well, I, I think her work, I mean, you, you need to ask her directly that question more, but from what I've learned from making the film, was that um, it, 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 she didn't really have an idea to do it directly. It's more that it happened all quite organically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and somehow it, it also um, resonated with something either in herself uh, through um, her training as a Chinese landscape painter. Um, one, one thing she talks about often is this idea of, of the dustless space. I don't know if you remember in seeing the film, mm-hmm. um, but that's like a, a concept in traditional Chinese landscape painting where you're you're trying to create this very pristine, um, kind of untouched space. 
Yeah. And one one thing that she said is that when she was trying to be a painter in in America, um, that she she never really found that again. That that was kind of like a fundamental experience uh, when she was studying in in China. Um, this this the sense of um, going into these kind of creating this pristine space. But one thing she did find it again was when she started doing this community based work um, in North Philadelphia in the beginning. And then later around the world, she, she, there was again this sense of um, uh, going into this dustless space, um, this, this sense of very, um, maybe it's kind of an intimacy with the people she was working with, but, but also what she was creating. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't think she ever really had the idea, for instance, of like going out to help people around the world. I think it was more something um, that that type of work really resonated with um, something very deep in her own uh, training and maybe her own needs as an artist. Mm-hmm. And and as I recall in the film, uh, she landed in kind of the the middle when she came to America to, uh, as an artist. She kind of landed in the middle of a tremendous sort of revolution of uh, modern American art, the 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 era of the Warhol and etc. Uh, etc. Et right. It was and felt very much a, 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 a distant from from that experience in her own life. But she seemed, right. but yeah. yet, but at the same time, as artists often do, they find uh, of those new sort of ways of of looking at art and and creating art, they pull out of it what what works for them. And that, uh, to me, it feels like that's what she did. She did that as well. I think that's true. Yeah, I and mean, I think actually her her work, what she does now, and also what she did earlier, it it never would have happened had she stayed in Taiwan. I mean, I think she probably would have stayed doing traditional landscape painting. Mm-hmm. I think mostly because the, the tradition was so powerful and so strong there. Mm-hmm. But where, whereas where coming to America, I think she was given the freedom and exposed to all these things that really opened up a lot of new possibilities for her. Mm-hmm. We're speaking with Daniel Traub. He is a co-director of the film The Barefoot Artist, along with Glenn uh, Holston. Tell me a little bit about this process. Um, the the idea of what what was it your collaboration with Glenn? Describe for our listeners how it came to pass that you and Glenn began working on this documentary, The Barefoot Artist, and and your involvement. I know you were also the cinematographer. You shot a lot of the film, but tell us how right. this all evolved and and what prompted you to begin the process of uh, doing the documentary. Yep. Well, the, the the process is is quite complicated. <laughs> um, Glenn, Glenn well, it, very much like my mom's work, it, it actually also happened very orga- organically. I, I didn't, I never intended actually to make make the film about my mother. I didn't, I didn't set out to do it, but um, it, it started. It actually started with Glenn. Glenn had made a film about my mother maybe twenty years ago or fifteen years ago. They had been collaborating for quite a long time. Um, and he, he had sort of documented uh, my mother's project in North Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and then um, and I he he started a film in 2005 that was um, specifically about uh, following my mother back to China to discover to kind of learn about her first family. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing that's that's in the film, and in a sense, the film is is very much like two separate has two separate narratives that are braided together. Right. Um, so anyway, my, Glenn wanted to uh, make this film more about the family. My, my, my grandfather was married twice, and he had uh, another family that he basically abandoned in China. 
So my mother wanted to um, reconnect with this first family. So Glenn set, set out to make this film. And I, at the time, I was living in China. Um, I had been living there for about five years, and I, I was working as a cinematographer and photographer. So he, he called me up and asked me if I would be interested in, in shooting it. And um, so it was kind of a no-brainer for me. It's my family, and um, it, it, it was a you know big, a big adventure. And so I, of course, agreed. Um, so that so that part of the project happened. We we spent about a month together traveling around China, um, and then and then the whole project sort of sat for a while. Um, Glenn you know, had lots of other projects, um, and, and was looking for money for post production, but it didn't come through. Um, for a while, and then um, and I moved back to the states around 2008, and um, I was trying to kind of reestablish myself and figure out what to do next. And at the time, my mother was doing projects all over the world in, in Rwanda and, and uh, in China, back in China and in India, and um, she a lot of her work is very ephemeral. So in a way, in a way, it sort of exists in a, a very full way on film. Yeah. And um, I kind of, I, she asked me um, if I'd be willing to just help her document some of her work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I, I, it was hard for me to refuse too because I, she's doing work in all these incredible places. So I, I went along with her on short trips, mm-hmm. and um, with the intention of just sort of putting together maybe short films or documents about each of these places. Yeah. But as I got into it, I realized that um, you know she's a fantastic character and. and uh, and would and it would make a compelling documentary. So, so the more I did it, I, I, it sort of came to me that I should make a, mm-hmm. a bigger film about her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then at the time, Glenn and I, Glenn was also sort of trying to restart his project about the family, and I was starting to think about how to do this. And uh, we were both kind of um, feeling each other out for each other's footage because <laughs> I I realized I needed some footage, like some background footage <laughs> about the family, just to give. And then he also wanted footage of what I was doing about her contemporary projects. Yeah. So it, it sort of hit us that, you know, we should just make one big definitive film about about my mother and kind of combine the two stories. Yeah. So that's that's kind of how it all came about. And then once we decided to do that, we sort of joined forces and, and really, um, really started um, figuring it out and doing it. Yeah, now, as you described it, it, it is, in fact... if. You know, you, but by you talking about it, sort of makes it uh, a little clearer to me. There are definitely two different strains running through this film, as you describe your mom's work yeah. as an artist, and then and the family, uh, the family history. And um, you know, I find that fascinating because watching the movie, it 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 does weave the, these elements together very effectively. Um, yeah, and I mean, one thing I should say is, yeah. that, you know, the one reason that we we thought that it would work was because, in fact, the two sides of the same story. Yeah. I mean, the the reason that she does her work is very connected to her family history, so it, it sort of made sense, um, just kind of conceptually, that that um, it, these two stories should be woven together. Yeah, I love the fact that you know a, a subject, a film, a barefoot artist about an artist, uh, and it's also about her family and her own history. It. it it, there's a certain kind of synergy of the sort of the, the idea of art and art and art reflecting reality and and reflecting back on itself and opening up lines of communication and community and and in that in that plays out in this film it, it, within the right. internal dynamics of this film not only is these are sort of to me truisms about art and then but it right. you can see right. it manifest itself 
in the real life part of it, the part of this film. Now, I have often been of the mind that we as children growing up, one of the the thresholds that we all need to cross over uh, as we become ad- adults and our, we will, and and our as our parents age, to to see them less as mom and dad and more as people. As that, if you met them on the street, what would your reaction to them be? Kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Do you find mm-hmm. that as as a part of that that learning about your mom's work and your mom uh, finding that? That sort of that place does that sound right to you uh, in your in, in in making this film? Uh, that was um, it was part of it. Yeah, I mean, I had been living in China for almost a decade, mm-hmm. so in a way, I was kind of estranged from both of my parents, or not, not estranged, but I just didn't see much of them. So, and we weren't really part of each other's lives. So, I think um, you know, coming back and and making the film did really. Well, it just forced us to spend a lot of time together and, you know, get get to see my mother um, in a different way. And, yeah, it kind of brought us together in a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, what um, did what was the thing, if there were one or two or maybe just one, whatever, what are the thing that you, when you, you came away from, that you didn't know about your mom or you didn't realize the extent to which she was such a way or such a way about her with other people was there any there anything that struck you in in this time together making this film that you were either not aware mm. of or you just didn't understand as well as you do now mm. um, I guess yeah I mean I guess I, I always knew that her you know my, my grandfather lived with us for the last five years of his life mm-hmm. he, he had Alzheimer's Mm-hmm. And we we both took care of him, um, and I, I always you know understood that he was you know a fundamental part of her, um, her kind of her psychology and also her inspiration. Um, but I guess it, it, it was really fleshed out in making the film. Like I really understood why why that was, and um, you know why she felt so connected to, to her father. Yeah. Um, and there, there was also I mean one another thing that happened was. Um, there was a sense of how things kind of are passed down through generations. Like mm-hmm. I realized a lot of the things that my um, grandfather struggled with in a way, there, there's some things that, that are connected to what I struggle with or, or things that are of interest to me. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's maybe one thing that I sort of learned that, um, you know, in my own, I'm a still photographer and I do a lot of other like we have similar preoccupations, like or the things that my mother is interested in, and mm-hmm. yeah, they're all kind of. I, I guess I found the connections mm-hmm. more delineated through making this film. Mm-hmm. It's it was a way for me to understand myself in a lot of ways as well. Yeah. Um, but thing, I mean, things I, I sort of intuited, but um, through making the film, everything was much more um, elaborated and and clearer for me. Yeah, did it did it help? In putting the film together, you've shot it all, and you're putting it together. That you've got someone like uh, your co-director uh, Glenn Holston to sort of be the—I say referee might yeah. may not be the right word—but to be that that sort of uh, impartial uh, arbiter of of how the film was going to go. Did that? Did was that a part of it? it I, I I think um, I I don't think I probably it would have been very hard for me to finish it without Glenn. Yeah. Um, as a, as a co-director, because I think you know it, it was it was very emotional and um, for me, mm-hmm. um, and you know it's my mother. <laughs> it's just very complex, and 
Um, so I think for sure, like I think just the fact of uh, um, having him as, a, as an objective person looking at the film and sort of having somebody to to talk about it with was incredibly helpful. Yeah. And also just to kind of see the, the relationship objectively. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it might have, it would have been, been a different film for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think it, it was a strong, it's a stronger film because we collaborated on it. Yeah. And you had and you and you brought your your strengths to the film. You brought your 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 the film footage that you shot of your mom, and then he had his obviously from you know and and I'm sure very different sort of uh, perspectives on all of it. But it it comes together beautifully. The the film again is uh, the Barefoot Artist. It's the story of uh, Lily Yi, who is uh, a, a woman of remarkable uh, perseverance and courage and. Um, and also a, a sense of the commonality among uh, all of us, and that the need that and the need for healing, the need for um, finding these public spaces where people can come together and have and hopefully foster a better understanding of what binds us together instead of what separates us. It's uh, there is there is something so beguiling and and empowering to watch. A woman of slight stature, in terms of her physical height and weight and all the rest of it, go charging into these environments. Uh, and I would be remiss if I didn't bring up Rwanda, the 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 art the, that she brought to the people as part of this healing over the genocide that occurred in their country, and the tremendous reaction that you see from the people who are experiencing what she helped um, orchestrate. What was yeah. that like? Were you were you there in Rwanda for this? I was, I was, yeah. Um, it was, it was incredibly powerful. Um, it, I actually went three times to Rwanda. The first time I went, I, I didn't film much. I just, uh, I just kind of uh, wandered around and talked to people and just got kind of educated myself on, on uh, what happened. Um, and then I went back again, and that's when I started filming. But uh, yeah. it was, it was really um, incredibly uh, moving. Um, it, in a way, like filming it made it a little bit easier because it gave me a way to um, to uh, kind of channel my experience there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but it, yeah, it was it was really powerful. I mean, you mentioned that um, you know my the, the, my mother is able to kind of charge into these places. Um, I think there is something about that. maybe the fact that she's Chinese, that she's you know short, <laughs> like she, she has this way of disarming people and really. Um, you know, she doesn't. She's not threatening. She she really uh, is able to kind of bring something out of people, which yeah. which I, I think um, that's one, that's one of the thing I learned. Um, you know, just how she it was quite inspiring to see how she does that and yeah. her 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 way of interacting with people. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I'm I'm quite different, and um, so it was, it was nice to to spend see her in action. Right. Well, I, again, I mean, to see your parents do what they do well. When you're a kid, you just know that for more more or less that they come home, they provide you with the food and shelter that you you need, and and you you go through this whole you know relationship, this son to mother, son to father relationship. But you don't you don't see what makes the rest of the world pay attention to them and and yeah. and value them, and then you do, and it's 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 a real, it's just such a leap into uh, as a person. I just feel. You know, I felt I always felt that when I when I saw how my mom and my dad were with other people and what they did when they were not being dad and mom, and it just it, it's a 
it's you 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 need to have that. I really believe that it's such an important part yeah. of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, you know, the, when I was making the film, I, one thing I had considered was making it more um, from my own perspective, like including myself more in the film. Mm-hmm. And um, in, a, in a way, that was one of the big discussions between Glenn and I and the editor. Um, but I, I really found that my mom's, her, her story in itself is really what's interesting and what, what people respond to. Um, you know, her her story, her way of being in the world. Um, I, I, I guess I, I, one of the reasons I decided to really do the film is because I, I think her, her work is important and it, it, it does um, need and deserve to be told. Um, so I, yeah, that was kind of the decision not to um, kind of include myself so much or, or make it too much about our relationship. Because um, I, I felt in a way it would get in the way and make the story a little bit too convoluted. Yeah. Um, it, it sort of needed to be directly about her. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm in it a little bit. But, yeah, you uh, are in a little bit, but but yeah. uh, it's a it's a beautiful film, and uh, you and Glenn did a terrific job. And my my hats off, and my heart is open to the work that your mom has done and continues. I assume she's continuing to to pursue these things. And uh, oh, she is. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Daniel Traub. The film again is the. The Barefoot Artist, if people want to find out more, they can go to the website, which is... BarefootArtistMovie.com There you go. Well, well, again, Daniel, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.